Hi, I'm Margie. Hi, I'm Michelle. Welcome to God in the Real World. Avatar, may her baba ki jay. Hi, everybody. I'm Michelle, and I'm here with my co-host, Margie. And Hello. we're back for another episode of God in the Real World. Really excited for this one, um, and I'm really excited and grateful for Margie uh, yet again because she's just a superstar um I don't know if like you all have hopefully picked up on that but she really is like <laughs> the best person in the world um but really excited about this one Margie because you've done some research for, for us which is uh not that we don't do research in the uh, past we or have it well but um I think especially for this episode and this topic like um I know you've got some good resources for us um so do you want to introduce it and tell us a little bit about it yeah, so we wanted to do an episode on Baba dreams, and I've heard so many conflicting things about dreams where Baba, um, Baba is present. And even when I looked up in Lord Mayhair and sort of different sources, Baba said a lot of things that all kind of could lead or you know give different impressions. And but I ended up finding um, a quote from Erich, which is really nice because it sums up everything that Baba said, and I think it from what I've read, it really is like a good, it's a, it's a good place to rest, you know, with everything he said, you could run round and round, but this is kind of something that helps it become more concrete. So, um, this is from, uh, letters from the Mondale of Avatar Mayor Baba. Um, the ancient one comes in our mist time and again to point out that this is all a dream. We see dreams in our sleep and we call them sleep dreams. The illusory life that we lead while awake is a vacant dream. The ancient one comes to us in this and tells us it is a vacant dream. Even all of this dreaming, even all of this is a dreaming too. Yet this dream has significance because in this vacant dream, Baba makes us aware of our dreaming. Likewise, when we see, when one sees Baba in one sleep dream, it is significant because even though we are asleep and dreaming, we have the semblance of reality, and hence his appearing in our dream has significance. This is what I have gathered from Baba. So Eric said this after someone came to him with a, with a Baba dream and asked for you know what it meant or whatever, and, and Eric, the title of it is "This Dream Has Significance." Hmm. So that's the extent of my research. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So what do you, what do you take from that? I think like, what I always find is what I, what I think about where it sends me is what I find interesting is, I mean, you and I have talked about dreams quite a bit. um, And I, I've always, since I was, I'm going to go on like a tangent, but I promise I'm bringing it back to what I take from it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, I, like have always been so hyper fascinated with the concept of dreams um, because I think it's so wild (laughs) that our minds send us on these journeys when we're asleep. And like when I was younger, I used to have super vivid dreams, but also like super vivid nightmares. Mm. Um, And then as I've gotten older and as I've kind of deepened on my spiritual path, like especially with Baba, like I've been able to like, have this relationship with dreams where like 
I know when some of it's just like the musings of my mind and some of it is actually like the musings of being with Baba um, and like being in reality, like in, in a dream state, which sounds so cuckoo when I say it, but it's also very true. <laughs> like, and so what I take from that passage is just like this, also this reminder to just like keep bringing it back to Baba and keep looking for Baba, even within your dreams for his you know, his guidance and his message and that like this like idea that like also not to read too much into things because it's really all just him and his decision. Yeah. That's what no, I, I think that's like and, and exactly how it, it's funny. Like, I'm glad that you actually shared that first because that's exactly how I feel that sometimes. So I'm a very vivid dreamer. I have been forever and I, I think I've actually been really lucky. I have a lot of Baba dreams. It's not that uncommon for me. And when I wake up, I actually have the feeling that like, I want to go back to reality. Like I came from reality in Mm. this dream and now I have to wake up and I'm in this weird place, which I, we call, you know, the world. And all of a sudden I'm like, I'm stuck here, you know? And yeah, I love what Eric says in here because he's not saying that like, He's not saying that Baba isn't in your dreams and Baba isn't in real life. He's saying that the only thing that is real and that you can call a real experience is when you see Baba in when you're awake and when you see Baba when you're asleep. Yeah. And to me, if Baba's there, it was a real experience. It's more real than me, like going to the grocery store and totally forgetting to think about Baba and buying. I don't know, like, you, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. that's the fake experience. Yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. it's really interesting that, to me, though, too. And it's really interesting to me sometimes too, because I feel like I've read stuff about Baba. Like, like I, like what I always find interesting about dreams, like, and I don't know if this happens to you. I mean, I actually think this probably happens to everybody um, is like, my dreams are just like things that feel some of my dreams are things that feel so real, but have like nothing to do with the reality that I live in Mm. too. And so some of the stuff I've read about Baba too is like, it's like or read that Baba said is that like sometimes like you're seeing things not from this lifetime, you know, wow, and, yeah. um, and that he's talking about um, like how like they might be like connected to past lives um, and all of that. Um, but that it's still like illusion and imagination because like Baba still is the reality yeah. And I think any illusion that we are separate from Baba. So even in our dreams where Baba's there, we're still seeing Baba. You know, we are not, yeah. we're not imagining that we're Baba. We're seeing him. So even in that, there's separation of like, you know, the world of duality. Yeah. But um, something, it's so interesting that you say, say that because some of the other research that I found is that Baba said that you can like work out sanskaras in dreams without mm. the karmic impact. Which is so interesting because I often feel when I wake up, like, if I, if I have a negative, you know, everyone's had dreams where they're, like, you know, uh, doing something bad. Like, I've had dreams where, like, I've killed somebody or, like, I've had sex or, or something yeah. like that. And when I wake up, I do feel, like, the emotion of it a lot, but I don't feel the karmic impact. And so whenever I have those dreams, I, the first thing I do is wake up and thank Baba because I'm like, oh, my gosh, thank you for not letting me work that out in real life. Or in like, you know, mm-hmm. the wake, the wake state, because the, you know, you can, 
the way I understood it is he, you can undo the sanskaras without creating new sanskaras. Yeah. So funny this episode comes after our sanskara one, but. <laughs> I know, but it's so right. It's so right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like. Um, and Mark, you and I talked about this a little bit yesterday just on the phone, but I, I feel like I have had many experiences where I work things out with people in my dreams that like it wouldn't have been possible to work it out in that way in real life. But I like mm. fully, fully believe it was our souls working stuff out. Typically it's, it's um, people that I've had romantic relationships with, but can like think of like a very clear example about this, this man I was seeing and it was like not going well and like it was ending. And I remember like in the dream coming to like, like after things had ended, I like, a month or so later having this very vivid dream where we like talk things out and like, like just like we're able to like let go of kind of the resentment and the like bitterness of a relationship Mm -hmm. and then felt like woke up with this like lightness of spirit that that like actually had happened in that moment. Um, Like that dream was like actually a connection to the reality like of the situation and like without having to like speak and and have a really and continue a relationship in this like human form with this person, you know, like that was really about like just connecting on that soul level and like clearing out some things that like so like hopefully when it you know I believe that you keep meeting people over and over again right like hopefully when we meet again in the next lifetime like it doesn't have to be so like entrenched or some scars don't have to be so entrenched and or karma with each other oh yeah that's I told Michelle about this yesterday but um I actually had an experience this past week kind of similar to what you're saying where it feels like you're working out and releasing things I I, throughout my week, I could feel some kind of like um, unresolved like trauma creeping up with my relationship with my dad. And then during this week, I had a dream that mm-hmm. in my like I told him everything I was feeling, and you know we had this massive emotional outburst, and I was like screaming. And when I woke up, I felt so clear. It was funny because I kind of felt like tired, almost like I had. Mm. I don't know if you guys have ever been through like an intense session of crying where you just feel exhausted it was like I woke up and I had that kind of that feeling but also I felt clear and I kind of internally was like okay Baba am I just like avoiding something here or is this really what it what has happened and it feels I don't know it just felt like yeah it felt like I'd worked something out just like you said yeah I love that I love that and I think like I think that's like a gift of like to choose to believe that we work things out like that is such a gift because I think it like it allows for I think it actually brings it back to this point of like it's all Baba like and like Mm. of this like letting go of the things that like you know link us to others in unhealthy ways right and just like continues to bring us more back to Baba. Yeah that's the thing is like going back to even what Eric said for us to try to use our logical minds to be like oh well that's not reality is such a joke it's kind of like you know when you read what baba says and he's like says a million things and it makes sense and we try to make sense of it it's it's the same thing it's like who are we to say that 
when we're awake, that's more of a reality than when we're dreaming. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So have you ever had, or do you have any Baba dreams that come to mind that you would be willing to share? Well, I think I do, but I first have, I just have, I keep thinking about this like recurring nightmare that I have. Oh, okay. Um, And I feel like I need to, I feel like there's something here with it, but I, I have had like, I have like two or three recurring nightmares that I've had like consistently since I was a kid and it's always plays out. They play out in the same way every time, even if I do something different, even if I'm like aware in the dream that I'm dreaming, because sometimes I am like, it's like, it's like playing out in the same way. And I'm just thinking about like, like this idea, like of like, huh, like, I actually wonder if some of that's like past life memory stuff Mm, but they're not very pleasant um but like this like I don't know I just I just had to say I feel like I had to say that because they're like it was just sitting on the top of my head but of this like if I could like maybe instead of uh holding on with fear like I literally like yeah sure I must have had it a few months ago because like it's very top of my mind like and I like I'm being like chased by this like older man and it's like dark. It's like very scary, like in like a field. And like I just am like I I like have this sense of fear around it instead of just like remembering that even in that it's Bob <laughs> and like letting mm. it go. Yeah. Um, or even like it's so like I feel like we're so impressionable. And even if it like, you know, it didn't happen in reality it's still having all of the effects on you as if it was. And so I think it's kind of Baba calling you to like sort, you know, understand why that scares you so much. Cause maybe that certain scenario isn't happening to you, but there's something else in your life that Baba's using that to amplify a part of mm-hmm. you that he needs you to work out, you know? Yeah. I love that. Um, okay. I promise I still will share my dreams, but I have, I've been like looking through this Baba dreams thing since we talked about this episode and I, just need to read this one quote from Baba. It was in 1936. And he said, I will one day explain all about dreams. There are seven kinds. Some are due to indigestion. The sixth has no meaning. <laughs> the seventh has significance. I think that's my favorite quote. Like that. I think it's like newly my favorite Baba quote. Wow. I, love I might that. get some are due to indigestion just tattooed on my body. Like that's actually <laughs> amazing. Um, so <clears throat> I... In terms of Baba dreams, I know that I have dreamed about Baba, but it's I currently can't bring it to top of mind. And so I guess that means it's just for me and him. But what is top of mind is I keep I have and I've shared this before on the podcast, but I have like Baba has told me time and time again that he comes to me through other people. Like I'm not somebody who necessarily like sees Baba vividly or like hears hit like it's just like but like Mm. people will come and say things or do things that like totally are like him talking to me through them and so when I'm thinking about dreams I'm thinking about I have dreams sometimes like like once or twice a year where people who have passed like my either my grandparents or my great-grandmother or my uncle um, or my aunt will come to me in my dreams. And I think it's partially a their souls visiting me, but I also think it's like partially just like 
Baba sending me support when I need it the most. And that's what I can think of right now, like as a Baba dream of just like, I remember this like one dream where we were all like, we were making meatballs, which is like very big on my mom's side of the family. And it was my great grandma and my grandmother and my uncle just like making meatballs together and like talking. And it just felt like, like I just was getting this like familial support that I was really struggling with in like the like awake Michelle reality. Um, And it just felt so loving and so connected. Um, And this was like maybe a month or two ago. Um, And I really do feel like that was like Baba's little messenger to me to give me that feeling of family um, in that way with, with three people who are very, very important to me, who are no longer here in the, the physical, the physical world. Um, that's my, that's my example for right now. How about you? Yeah, I've had, so I, I, like I said, I dream pretty vividly. Um, and I used to have the same recur kind of, it wasn't recurring, but the same thing would happen in all my Baba dreams. And this was in my teenhood, but I would often have like a nightmare kind of start. So they were always different nightmares, but all of a sudden I would see a picture of Baba somewhere Mm. and I would like go to focus on that picture of Baba and it would morph into another picture of Baba. And then I would like try to, but it was like it felt like something from the matrix. Cause every time I would go to look at it, the new picture of Baba forming another one would form until my whole world was just overcome with like so many Baba photos that I couldn't even focus on it. And it was like overwhelming. And I just like disappeared into dust. Whoa. And that was like, I had that dream. I've had that dream multiple times. And it's so funny. Cause it would start with um, Vanessa Weichberger. She's an artist and she, had this beautiful painting of Baba in our house. Um, it was someone with Baba where he's got like a head cloth on, his hair is kind of wild. He looks very um, stately, but it was that, it would always start as that painting, but then it would just morph into every photo of Baba I've ever seen until it was literally like I was standing in a planetarium and looking up at the sky and it was just like thousands of photos of Baba. And then I was overwhelmed by where to look that I just disappeared. Mm. Um So that was my, like, my reoccurring Baba dream. And I've had, you know, I really wish that I had listened to people and wrote down my Baba dreams because I've had lots of other ones. But I had one really recently that was probably the most profound and incredible dream I've ever had. It was so, literally, when I woke up, actually, did I not, maybe I didn't tell you about this. Wow. Um, But I woke up. And I was like, no, let me go back to sleep. Like, I want to go back there. That was so good. So I had this dream that um, Baba appeared to me and he was like, just beaming, like almost childlike beaming. But he was older. He had a big, obviously his big mustache, but it was when he was still turning it up. And his hair was wild and he was in a white sadra, but he was like almost in the clouds with like yellow colors and flowers and blues really vibrant almost Mm. like um like easter colors you know those like pastel kind of shades yeah and he handed me a yellow book and it was like vibrant golden yellow like almost like a mustardy kind of like um ochre color 
and I can still see it. I actually recreated it on Canva, which is like a, um, an editing site. Cause I just wanted to have that imprinted in my head. Yeah. But it said in big black letters, the way of healing. And then there was a little Lotus flower right underneath the title, like a clip art kind of Lotus flower, um, print. And so I open the book up and I start reading and all of a sudden this white light starts pouring out of my heart and my hands and my whole body. And it's kind of like, it's almost like Baba and I have this secret that this light is like pouring out of me. And all of a sudden I'm healing like thousands and thousands of people, but I'm not healing their bodies. Like that was very clear. I was healing their souls. And then I got this thought in my head, well, I could make it faster or I could do it better. I could put my own spin on it. So I, I like try to do my own thing. And all of a sudden, all of the white light stops. And I'm like, so freaked out because I'm, I'm like, oh my gosh, where did this go? Like what happened? And I hear Baba's voice. So Baba's gone now, but I can hear his voice and feel his presence. And he says, go back to the book and I start reading it I don't I couldn't I don't know what I was reading but it was like in the dream I was looking at the book and reading it and all the white light started pouring out of my hands my heart everything and I heard Baba say only do what the book instructs and then it was like an assembly line and I was just healing like thousands and thousands of souls and Baba Baba's voice was like booming and he said in this book I have given you the keys to healing. Do only what it instructs. And it was like, I understood everything in that moment that he was saying that if I do exactly as he say, says, mm. I can be a vessel for like divine healing in the world, which is so amazing. Cause I've always had this imposter syndrome with my healing practice. And it was like this stamp of approval that I needed from the avatar that yeah. was like, I don't need a certification. I don't need any of this. It was just, it was so profound. That is amazing, Margie. And so vivid. So vivid. Like, so vivid. I wrote it down, though, because I, I know, you know, you think that they're vivid now, but you end up forgetting. I mean, I, I, I feel like you're going to inspire me to write some stuff down, although I don't know if anyone so so beautifully and eloquently <laughs> come together like that I feel like my like a lot of my nice ones are very like psychedelic vibes um what do you think like for you like what are your like main takeaways from your dream it was I mean like I said I've always had this kind of sense of like who am I to heal people or work with people and I it's so funny because then what I called my new business that I just started uh like I'm the new life coach and then like my little tagline is an intuitive soul healer and like I don't know where that came from but that was it was so clear that that's what Baba was telling me that I was doing like I wasn't healing their bodies at all I was healing their souls like I knew that and I think it was like Baba telling me that like I don't have to carry this sense of like um yeah, imposter syndrome anymore because he's approved it. Like, I don't yeah. need to go to school. I don't need to do all these things. I can just trust that if I get out of the way, then I can help the people that he needs to help. That it really has nothing to do with me. It gave me this, like, kind of, like, free of responsibility, too. Yeah. Bit. I love that. And, like, 
I love the, like, there's a lot of love in that, like, message from Baba, like, like the blunt message or the, like, really clear message of just, like, like, I'm here with you. Let's do it together, you know? Like, let me, let me help. Um, let me guide. And, like, to be able to listen and respond to that. Um, sometimes I feel like it comes easier in a dream state, like, when we get messages. Um, like, it feels more... Um, like our egos can't get in the way as much. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like they're like, I've definitely woken up from, from dreams before and been like, Oh yeah, that's the perspective I need to have. And like, Mm. it feels better than like, if somebody had maybe been talking to me about it in real life. Um, like, I feel like there's something about like the defenses being down a little bit too, to be able to like, let, let Baba's message shine, shine through from that dream state yeah no I think dreams are like so and I'm so glad that we did this whole podcast on them because I think they're so powerful they are I think like sometimes for me personally like I actually have trouble like coming back to reality and I think kind of what Baba has showed me in my dream world is like I have to be able to bring the act like I feel like I can access Baba pretty easily in my dream state but I have to be able to bring that into reality, mm. you know? So it's like, we have these dreams where we need to work things out. Even like your nightmare, you know, it's kind of like, you understand what's going on in there. Like you're running, you're scared and you're yeah. not sure why. And so now you have to bring it out into the world, apply it, which takes so much more trial and error. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. Oh, I feel like I had something. It just popped out of my head. That's all right. That's how, that's like a dream, right? Like, you know, like sometimes they stick with you. Sometimes they just pop out of you. Yeah. Pop, um, that didn't sound quite right. But um, <laughs> uh, I wanted to read. Can I read this one passage in this thing, too, that talks kind of what we were talking about from Baba? Yeah, of course. Um, okay. Um I thought I had it and now it's gone while I wait for it. Okay. Um, I thought this was interesting. Just what we were talking about. This is from Baba. This was written in 1967. Um, and it says the impressions one has while dreaming are also a result of sanskaras accumulated from past life lives, which give rise to situations and dreams that are associated with the present. The past molds the future. For this reason, dreams can probe into the future, but not do not fully reveal the future. I just think it's really interesting, like, in kind of what we were talking about in terms of, like, is, like in, you were talking about with your, like, past forward, right? That the dream didn't, like, show you the entire way to do it. But, like, it, like, is kind of getting into, like, what the future f- can be for you, you know, if you choose yeah. to, like, go down that path of healing. I think it's going back to the other passage you read about summer just due to indigestion. Yeah. I think when in my research, I actually did see that one, but um, it was less funny in the way he said it before, but it's like summer, just, you know, a human experience or whatever. Yeah. But um, that actually makes total sense. Cause even in real life, think about some experiences that feel so much less subtle. And then sometimes like, you don't know how to explain it, but God is there. And I yeah. mean, Bob is always there. Like Bob isn't everything. And so you can't really say he's not there, but 
you feel it more than others. And so it's like some dreams are just science and, you know, this happens, but there's a feeling when you wake up that you bring into the world that, you know, it's like your, your intuition is just speaking to you through that, through that means. Yep. Yeah. I think too, like, and then to just bring it all back then to like Erich's, what you read about Eric, like Erich's passage at the beginning, like, is like, we actually like everything about this is a dream. Our, Mm -hmm. our waking state, our sleeping state, it's all like a dream for the soul. Like to, for us to get to like the, the big reality of like, like Godhood and enlightenment, you know, down the road of our soul, like very many millennia for me. Um, (laughs) Like it's all like, and so like, I think with that taking like, as we do as we strive to do in our day-to-day lives, like taking that into like even our perceptions of our dreams and what happens with our dreams, like bringing in that lightness of spirit and that like turning it over to Baba, like, and like at a certain point, like we can try to figure it out and we're never really going to know because it's all Baba. I love that you just said that. Cause I feel like every topic we ever do on here, it's like, we talk about it for you know, 20, 25 minutes. And then all of a sudden we always come to the same conclusion that all of this is Baba's and there's no way to rationalize it. Yep, It's fun, but you never know. And there's like, we're never going to have an answer until we're gone. Yep. Yep. And then like, even then the answer might just be like, it's, it's indigestion. (laughs) It was just, you were just not feeling well. You know, like sometimes we can make it so serious too. And I don't think we were doing that with this one, but I think just like to remember to come back to just like the lightness, you know, just over and over and over again, like, and the lightness being Baba and seeing Baba even through the dark. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know whether we should call this episode Baba dreams or indigestion. I mean, like (laughs) Baba gestion. That's so bad. (laughs) Baba dreams or indigestion question mark. Question mark. (laughs) I love it. I love it actually. (laughs) Well, in the theme of lightness, I feel like this is probably a good place to close up. Yes. 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 Do you have any final bit biting thoughts? Is that the right word? Biting. I just want to say to anybody who's listening, just to remember that you're, an amazing human being. That's it. That's our Miss Michelle. Miss Empathy. <laughs> Anything, any final closing thoughts from you, Margie? It's all his. That's all I got for you. That's all I ever got for you. It's all I his. It. <laughs> I love it. Um, will you say the beloved God prayer? Because I really want to hear you say it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right. Beloved God, help us all to love you more and more and more and more and still yet more until we become worthy of union with you and help us all to hold fast to Baba's downline until the very end. Avatar, Mayor Baba, Ki Jai.